Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey everybody, at Eden Hall we learn to care about tradition. I'm Mike, that's Tommy. How's it going? That's Kevin. What's up guys? That was a good intro, I liked it. Oh, thank you. I, I debated a couple of more recognizable terms, but I, you know. I thought it was shit, so. That's not very nice. The spectrum here. What were the other ones you were debating? Thanks for dinner, losers. Ooh. And, uh, you know, the the fork line. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I thought about throwing to Kevin for the fork line because yeah. it's like his favorite line. Yeah, that. I mean, it's both of our favorite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Tommy, what's our topic today? Uh, the tradition at Eden Hall of the uh, varsity team taking out the freshmen for dinner. Yes. Comes about, you know, you've seen the movies, but it comes, you know, right in... The middle of the freshman varsity rivalry, basically. And the freshmen have just tied the Blake Bears. They come to school the next day. Riley, the captain, congratulates them on getting a point. And then he gives this little speech right here. Y'all set for dinner Friday? Dinner? Well, it's an Eden Hall tradition. Varsity got to treat the freshmen to dinner. So round up your posse and meet us at... Six at the Minnesota Club downtown. Anybody need a ride? We can take you. I mean, you guys do like steak and seafood, right? Yeah, we do. Look, I don't like you pukes, all right? But this is a tradition. At Eden Hall, I learned to care about tradition. It's cool. All right. A lot of things to go in there. Now, that was, first of all, I think that was like half of Banks' entire line, <laughs> the entire movie. Not much uh, he's saying. Also, anyway. also, Cole really shined there. I All think right, he I don't sold like you it. pukes. Yeah. Like, he sold it. He kind of wiped away any any doubts that they might have had, which why they didn't have more doubts, I'm not really sure. Yeah, because you, you don't trust that their captain because he yeah. just seems mm-hmm. like a greasy slime ball. Yeah. Plus, I mean, his hair is greasy. So. Yes. Very slimy. Yeah. Well, that was going to be my question. At what point do the ducks really believe it? Because if you go on in that clip, everyone's like, Banks says it's cool, so it must be cool. So is it Banks who sells it? I think Cole yeah, it, Cole, is the one that kind of laid the foundation for them to believe it. Because he seems very genuine and honest that he dislikes them, but is like, hey, but we do this anyway. Yeah, you know? he, I mean, he calls them pukes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't like you pukes, which okay. I think is an underutilized insult. Yeah. Can we bring that back, please? In the year 2015? You can start it. You're a trendsetter, uh, Kevin. I think we've already established that Cole is pretty stupid. So do you think maybe they didn't tell him? Because they obviously didn't tell Banks. So do you think it was like, oh, we're going to... No, I think they definitely told Cole. Is it actually a tradition to take him out for dinner, though? Or did the varsity make this whole thing up just to get the ducks? Or is it a tradition to take him out and to stiff them? Cole. It seems like someone will get wind of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If, if that has managed to stay a tradition, it's a miracle. 
but well, I don't, I don't think it, it's a tradition to stiff them, but I think it might be a tradition to take them out for dinner. But I also could see that this varsity was just making it up because it's the ducks. Most stuff like this, when it does end up happening, the only reason it happens again is because, or the only reason it ever happens is because it happened to, like the seniors that are there now. This got done to them when they were freshmen it's just like a perpetual cycle so i don't know i can't see them really going out of their way to do this if it wasn't something that happened to them when they were freshmen or sophomores or whatever but this is kind of like a unique situation because riley's brother didn't make the freshman team because the ducks came in and they all came in together that's true and they're and almost also... in, the, in the midst of a pr- uh, prank war really yeah and, yeah. yeah and that's true too I, I don't know i'm just saying most things like this happen in perpetuity because you know, each class had it done to them to begin with, and it's you know they feel like it's a necessary evil to like break in, yeah, yeah, to break in the freshmen or whatever. All right. You also have to wonder what would have happened if Riley's brother had been on that team. Like, would he still? I mean, he would have had to have known about it. Yeah. So you figure that gets passed down yeah. if you get stiffed. So that's why I don't think it's really a tradition. Yeah. Well, it could be something where. You know, all the freshmen are like, okay, well, they really got us, but it's going to be great when we get the freshmen next year or something, so let's keep our mouths shut about it. Mm. It's like, yeah, they got it. You know, it's kind of a hazing. And I wonder if normally it's kind of like a, almost like a bonding thing. Like, yeah, they have to go, like, clean up and everything. Then afterwards, the this the varsity is like, oh, you know, we got you guys, but... Take them out and get completely shit-hammered, wasted. Perhaps. This is high school. High school kids don't do that. Come on. What high school did you guys do? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So Banks comes in at the end there, says it's cool. He obviously does not know that they're going to stiff him, right? Yeah, he can't know. That would be the shittiest move I can, in the whole in all three documentaries. That would be like the biggest sleazeball move what would be for Banks to keep quiet in that scenario. Unless he was really pissed about them f- freezing his jersey and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't really understand why the varsity would, I mean, I can understand maybe like personal effects and stuff, but I mean, it's not like they're going to not get new jerseys. Yeah, I don't know. If, yeah. if I had like, uh, like a watch or something, then I mean, that's, well, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. personal effects, I could understand mm-hmm. that, but the jerseys that didn't really make a whole lot of sense. Maybe it's symbolic. Like that's your Jersey. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, so back to banks. Do they, Going into that little meeting in the lunchroom, do they tell Banks, like, hey, you got to reinforce this, that they trust you? Or does, is that something that Banks just throws in at the end just because he feels it? I don't know. Well, I mean, this kind of goes, if they did tell him, I mean, if they told him that he's really got to sell it and he didn't think something was up, then either A, he's a moron or he's in on it. So... I I think that they didn't tell him. I think he just did it on his own accord because he thought they were actually doing something nice for a change. Yeah, but I was saying, like, if the varsity was like, this is a tradition. They told Banks, this is a tradition. I know they don't like us, so try to convince them to come because this is an important thing to us. And not tell them about the stiff. I I mean, you'd have to think something was up if they... I don't know. They might have just... Because they don't really need to do much convincing. It's like, hey, this is tradition. We're going to do it. And then, of course, Cole comes in with his pukes line. I, don't, I think Banks just says it because it's like, oh, it'll be cool, guys. Because he probably misses his friends. He doesn't get to hang out with them as much. Okay. That's a fair point. So they go to the Minnesota club. 
high class establishment. You ever been? I've never been. Me uh, neither. I'll be now. Yeah. Hmm. Must have missed me. Road trip. And they got the whole table there. I think it was, it looks like it's about 20 people. That's what I could count from like the opening shot, the establishing shot at the, at the, uh, restaurant. It might be 22 because there were 11 ducks, I believe, at, in the movie, in the film, in the documentary at that point. Anyway, you look at the seating, it goes varsity, JV, varsity, JV, and then they stick Goldberg and Julie the Cat together. Is there a reason for that? Well, maybe they each took up two spaces. So, because I, I mean, they were, was Joy the Cat still carbo loading at that point? She had already puked, and I think she caught wind of Goldberg's well, plan. Well, maybe Goldberg needed three places then. <laughs> yeah. Do you think uh, Cole called them pukes because of uh, the cat? Oh, that was just a dig at her. No, I think he, I think that was just a a trendy term. A trendy back then. <laughs> back in the that day, should be again. All right, fine. Anyway. Scooter conspicuously absent. Any thoughts? That's interesting. Did he have he didn't want to have any part in this? I don't know. I didn't see him there. He might have been there and was just not shown, but I did not see him there. So I was thinking he might have been the guy that they had slated to stick in the middle there. I I've, I've got a hypothesis. Okay. Um there was a chair there. Scooter went up to like to go to the bathroom and like left a lot of his food on the plate. Goldberg like pushes the chair away and just started <laughs> going to town in his prime rib. And that's why he offers some to Julie. Oh, okay. All right. I had a, a more realistic theory than that. Well, I thought that was well, a good one. Realistic. Yeah. Realistic wasn't the right word there, but uh I mean, Scooter kind of seems like the guy that goes against like all these, you know, stupid pranks or whatever that the varsity Seems to have. He kind of seems like a guy that thinks independently, you know, that, that thinks it's all childish or whatever, or has, you know, like he has another group of friends that he's going to go hang out with. Like he doesn't really need to do all the shenanigans that the varsity team does. You know what I mean? Like he just kind of goes his, goes with his own flow rather than just falling in line with Riley and his goons. It's a tradition though. Well, he seems like a guy that doesn't that he doesn't like subscribe to that kind of shit. That's true, but at the same time it's it seems like something that you kinda have to do. Yeah. You gotta you gotta have your team behind you. Especially as a goalie, he's gotta ingratiate himself to that team. I don't know. I, he just strikes me as a like a, a person that he doesn't really he doesn't really care about that. Like like he's gonna do whatever it is that he wants to do and or or not even so much that, just he, he doesn't buy into the childish shenanigans that the rest of the RC team has. And so I guess that goes back to the question of, is this an actual tradition or is this just a huge concocted scheme? Yeah. Like if like, like I can see the scenario of Riley coming up to him and be like, all right, we're going to do this. And he's like, no, I'm not going to do that, bro. I'm going to go do this. You guys have fun. Yeah. You know, and that's it. Yeah. More evidence that this is more of a scheme yeah. than a tradition. All right. So Charlie and Riley are sitting together. Riley, like you gotta show me that triple deke man and charlie like goes into it does riley a want to know the triple deke and b should have conway have told him that he's just buttering him up also how long could it take to tell him about the well triple you fake three times <laughs> i don't know i don't know maybe there's a secret move that i do not pick up on 
when I look at him and I just see three stick handles. But maybe there's something secret. So but, is Riley just trying to like get the secret out of him? So well, that's playing? my question. Is he actually trying to do it? Or I, I is think Riley's being a condescending prick and Charlie just doesn't realize it yet. And maybe he's like trying to get in with the with the older I think Riley's trying to like saying something that will purposely flatter him because it's like obviously Riley he's probably the best player in the team right probably you know definitely you know among the top three or four it's like he doesn't need Charlie to teach him a triple deke yeah that I'm saying I I think he's just being condescending I don't necessarily think it's condescending I think he's trying to like uh you know be patronizing basically and Mm -hmm. it's like oh tell me about that triple deke like not like like as a dick but as a way to you know butter him up so the Whenever he sees the check, he's just, like, even more crestfallen. Yeah, I think it's more of a jab at Charlie. And Charlie just doesn't realize it. All right. Charlie's dumb? Yeah. I can see that. Charlie is dumb. (laughs) I can see that. All of Varsity gets up after that. Well, I guess Riley makes the whole speech and all that. And then all of Varsity gets up. Shouldn't that be a sign? Or is it they just thinking, oh, it's a surprise? Well, Gee, who says he doesn't want to ruin the surprise, and he does ruin the surprise. Yeah. He hear, overhears something about a cake. And so if I was in that situation, I'd, I'd probably be like, oh, where are they going? And Gee says, oh, it's cake. I was like, oh, okay, that's cool. You know, they, they're going to pay for it all, and we're going to eat this cake, and we're going to get to go home. It'll be fun. Um, but I wonder if they planted that whole it's a cake thing, like on purpose, into Gee's ears, just so when they get up, Everyone's like, what the fuck? And so, like, one of them doesn't, like, try and follow. So they probably, like, let it slip, you know, accidentally on purpose to Gee that there's a cake, so stick around. Yeah, that's a good point because I don't think... I would... You would figure if you go into the bathroom and people don't know you're in the bathroom, you're in the stall. So unless Gee is, like, dropping some bombs at the restaurant, (laughs) they had to know he was in the bathroom. So they probably slid it out, and they, I feel like Guy is a good choice for that. They, he wouldn't really question it. Too yeah, much. he seems very wholesome, and you know he's you know a little bit naive, perhaps. So yeah, so I think they had to. That was all part of the plan there, which is impressive. Like I hadn't even considered that as being part of the plan, but oh, I can see it now. You thought it was an accident? Yeah, well, or and just Guy just didn't really realize what he was hearing. But now that I think about it, it makes more sense that way. Mm-hmm. I guess he might have been walking in. Yeah, and, like and they missed, was... missed a part of it. Also, why are they having to have that conversation in the bathroom? I mean, I'm pretty well, sure I... they should all be on the same page at this point. There might be something like, oh, I can't wait to see their faces when they see that cake. Maybe oh, that's it. He yeah. takes it as in like, oh, that's very nice. I can't oh, yeah. wait. This to be a great cake. Not like <laughs> see, And that's kind of what like... I thought. Like, Guy is yeah. just a moron and doesn't realize, yeah. you know, that they're plan they're planning something. Gee, man, come on. So, the cake comes out. Thanks for dinner, losers. Great writing. Oh, yeah. And Who do you think wrote that? The on cake the cake? Lady. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I think they ordered it. Who do you think came up with that? Come well, on, you dumbass. Well, it wasn't Cole, because otherwise it would have been pukes. <laughs> probably Riley. He yeah. seemed like the ringleader of it all. Yeah, he's definitely the leader. Yeah, so it's probably Riley. So... Yeah. Do you think they like sent Banks to pick it up and he looks at it and he's like, huh? Well, whatever. And puts, you know, that seems like something <laughs> no. he just like doesn't realize that. Uh, no, I don't think so. At what point does Banks so realize that it's 
Because he obviously like, realizes at the end, because he gives this like longing look. Yeah. He thinks like, hey guys, where are you going? Where are you going, guys? Yeah. When do they tell Ben? They have to tell him at some point, but they don't. They can't tell him before because he could tip him off. So it has to be some point, like in the restaurant. Yeah, I bet you Rod is like, by the way, this is what's gonna happen if you tell them anyone. I'm gonna poison your steak. Yeah, he, Bangs is in a really tough spot yeah. right there, I mean, especially if it's like on the spot at the restaurant, and he knows, like, at the, say at the beginning of, of dinner, he's sitting there the whole time. In his mind, wrestling whether he should tell his best buddies or remain loyal and not get the shit kicked out of him by varsity. Maybe, you know, maybe that's also. That's a tough spot for a, what is he, 13, 14 year old? Probably 14. Yeah. Banks may just have not realized how much things cost because he like, comes from such an affluent like, backer. He's like, oh, it's going to be $900. Why don't they just call their parents? <laughs> <laughs> just take out their MX black card and just put it on that. That's what I would do. Also, I, you can make this argument kind of both ways, but also why it may be an actual tradition is because it's really not that big a deal every year, except this year. Oh, they yeah. All from, oh, because you know, they're like, okay, works. everyone, you know, yeah. take and out pull, a few bucks. Yeah. Pull out your credit cards. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Interesting. So what is the, what would have been the right move for Banks there? Would you try to tip off the squad? I think he can't. Like, I mean, well... If he wants to, I I don't know. That's tough. Yeah, it's it's tough to say. It's kind of because he will probably get the shit kicked out of him, like literally, and on the ice in practice, and in the locker room, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he also will get treated like shit as a player on the ice. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I don't know. That's tough. It's really tough. Ah. What he should do, like morally, obviously he should vote. Tell, yeah, but yeah. I mean, what I would, would you do? I would probably, I would try to do it secretly. But like, I mean, obviously they'll know. And this so. is also before, like, so you can't like text Charlie under the yeah. table. Yeah, you have to You'd like have to send like a carrier pigeon. Or I try to like <laughs> whatever they had back then. I try to meet up with somebody like in the bathroom, like pretend to run into him, run into Guy as he's going in, and try to tell him or something. But in that situation, if, if they leave, and, and then everyone looks at Banks yeah. there. So uh, you got to try to, like, tip them off where they can tip off somebody else to get the coach here or something. It'd be tough. It'd be tough, but that's what I'd try to do. Here's what happens, all right? Bank, Banks, he organizes the run-in with Guy, and he's trying to tip him <laughs> off. And, and he's like, God damn it, Guy. He's like... <laughs> You know, because there's going to be a big cake at the end. You know, you got to be yeah. ready for that cake because you don't want to be eating that cake. And Guy's like, all right, I, I see where you're going. You're getting cake. <laughs> and Banks is just like trying to tip him because maybe there's um, like he's like just out of earshot of one of the varsity guys. And he doesn't want to say like, look, this is going to happen. Like, just go out there. But he's trying to tip Guy off and Guy's just like not getting it all. I like that scenario. Yeah. Yeah. And so maybe when he like gets up to look, he probably looks at Gee like fucking idiot. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah, that's good. Come on, Gee. Gee. And then Gee is like, I overheard something about a cake, and like he doesn't want to say Banks told me. He's like winking at the way out. Like, oh, I got you. Yeah. Gee kind of like disappointed the entire film, and I mean, just like, another. Gee hammered the nail in the coffin at that point. Exactly. So the check eight hundred fifty-seven dollars. If you split that 
twenty ways. You're looking at forty-two fifty. Is that? A, I mean, they were having steak and seafood. That's got. Is that a fair price? Probably. Yeah. I mean, plus, especially with like inflation and everything. I don't know. I bet you that they might have had some kind of like, uh, hey, this is a, a big group party. You can get the steak and seafood. You can get the chicken dish or something. Like you get pick one. It comes with like a salad, an entree, and like. I think that's pretty reasonable drink. though for like a, you know, for ninety five. 96? What, what did we say? 96? Yeah, and it's, you know, it's a big group of people. What was it, 40 bucks a, a head? 42.50. If it's 20, if it's 22, it's like 39 And they're not drinking alcohol, so... That's, that's true. true. Yeah, they're drinking like soda pop. Yeah, so. soda pop. Some soda pop. Okay, so, obviously the restaurant sees that 20 people are coming in, and there's $857 bill. There's no parents around. Do they have any sort of responsibility there to, like, check this out before just re- letting the tab... Kind of ride up. Well, no. Well, you think about like prom. You go out yeah. to a, a restaurant. There's no like, all right, put down the security deposit, you know, for your dinner. Yeah. All right. I don't think the restaurant has any. I mean, they might be pretty damn skeptical about it. You know, they might well, be watching their silver. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And uh, I guess um, uh, the varsity captain, he's definitely. He's probably been there many times before with his parents, like his rich yeah. parents. Yeah. So, so they probably know him. And, and they, it's probably they like see a the Eden Hall jackets. Yeah. Like, oh, it's the Eden Hall hockey team. Like, yeah. And if it is a tradition, it's like, oh, they're back again. Yeah. Shouldn't they have, once it was apparent that the Ducks couldn't pay, do they try to contact the varsity? Or Riley? Because they one know of the these... kids' dads is like, works there. Is like, he's like the owner. Maybe that's why they pick the restaurant because they know. Because mm. I mean, there's got to be plenty of restaurants where they could go get a nice meal. Also, so they pick that one. Also, what a shitty move on the restaurant's part to like. Because they, they roll out the cake, kids. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, it's like they see it. They maybe they had to write it down. And the guy who hands Charlie the check gives him like the sternest, meanest look. Like, you just, better pay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, all right, no responsibility from the restaurant then. Yeah, I think they'd have the responsibility to have to like make a phone call or like call Eden Hall Booster Club, be like, "Hey, you know, your hockey team is here." Like, I mean, just in theory, what would happen if the Ducks had just booked it and just took off? Well, like, they can't. There's five people in the room when he hands the check over. Well, I mean, they, the f- they, they wouldn't have caught it? them, but they probably would have called the police, and they might have lost their scholarship. And they, well, they could have just said, "Oh, it was the varsity. They were going to pay for it." And I then mean, varsity would have said something. I don't know. Yeah, I feel like Eden Hall would have believed the varsity at that point instead of the Ducks, especially because the Ducks are just coming off the 9-9 tie to the Blake Bears. Yeah. Also, one thing is that I think the Ducks do have a lot of pride, and so it's like we're going to get them back. So, like, we're going to do this, and we're going to clean all these dishes, and we're just going to get them back so hard, and, like, we're not bringing in the, the brass for this because we're going to show them that, okay. you know, we're That's not a fair. bunch of snitches. That's all right. Snitches I like that. Stitches. Exactly. True fact. You mentioned the dishwashing. I found some jobs very interesting choices. So they have Julie the cat and Dwayne on the dishwashing system. Dwayne struggling to use to figure out the hose there. Which is which is odd because I mean you've got to figure you know being from Texas he's handled guns so so you know he'd be pretty he'd pretty good pretty, with his hands. He's the best yeah. you know puck handler Don Tibbles has ever seen. Yeah. So you think he'd be pretty good with his hands, yeah. But he was struggling with the forks. That's true. Well, I mean, that's like a culture thing. Well, he's probably used to eating out of troughs. And he's not, stuff. He didn't yeah. struggle with a fork. He just didn't understand why there were so many forks. 
maybe he didn't he was unfamiliar with the whole dishwasher hose and how it worked yeah because you know like it's got the like the pull down and the specific yeah. handle on it I'm and just, he's not a wait, quick learner he, yeah that's true he's not a very bright guy sorry yeah i'm just saying anyway. there are better jobs for him maybe like what washing the toilet why it's well first of all it's goldberg and connie they put Connie hey, on there. Connie's wearing like a nice dress. Yeah, they put Connie in there just to scrub it up, and she—I guess she's gotta go in the men's bathroom, or Goldberg's gotta go in the women's bathroom. It's one or the other. But yeah, that I thought that was strange. That was just raw deal for Connie there. And then there's uh, Gee and Charlie. They're bussing, and Russ is vacuuming, and. I was trying to figure out if it was the same night or is different, but the cake is in the background, so it's got to be the same night. So, do the ducks have to tell their parents about this? Like, yeah, like how long do they have to be? Because I mean, that's that's a solid probably five, six hours. That well, they have let's to see. Make it was that kind uh, of money back. What was the tab? Eight hundred fifty bucks. Eight, yeah, eight fifty. Let's say they're making six bucks an hour. That's yeah. What generous. was what was minimum wage? Oh, ninety. 90- oh. Probably like around six, right? Probably, probably six bucks. Yeah, maybe five dollars yeah. an hour. Hmm. I'll put it in the show notes. I mean, so. so they would have to be there for like, I'm not great at math, but like, you know, eight hours a piece. No, but I mean more than that because you have to be paying well, double say if per each person. person had an, like forty dollars tab, so it's an eighty dollar tab. Yeah, then. 80, 80 bucks per person. They have but to be there. That's that's a nicer restaurant though, so I think they might they might pay their people a little bit more. Well, it's not like they're like employees. I mean, they're not going to cut these kids a break. That's true, but they say like, okay, a normal person would like our bus boys. They make eight dollars an hour, so you to work this out, they work work a ten hour shift. <laughs> yeah, that's still quite a quite a long time to. I mean, for one night, I don't think it'd be possible. Yeah, yeah I don't think. <laughs> I think twenty-four-hour, incredibly nice restaurant. Well, maybe they felt real bad. It's like, all right, just clean up all your stuff. You can do all this work, and we'll just let you go. That's true. I mean, we might have not seen them come back the other yeah. weekends or whatever, and to finish cleaning or whatever, they just might have had to clean up then and then come back later. I don't know. It'd also be a pain in the ass to like train them. It's like here, like you know, you bust it this yeah. way. Like this is where all those plates go. Because you imagine them trying to tell uh, Dwayne that he's like, I don't know, like. Just throw all the forks away. You don't need that many. <laughs> okay, so the ducks finish their dishwashing and cleaning and vacuuming, and then they go and they pull the ant prank. You know the ant prank. You've watched the films if you're listening to this. Well, a lot of planning probably went into that. That's not yeah. That was exactly. Sick. How quick was it? And was it? Yeah, just how quick was it? So do they like like how quick was the turnaround? Yeah, or, exactly. Like a, a week. Because, I mean, you'd figure they'd have to wait until, like, a, a weekend or something. I don't well, know. you see, that was a Friday night. So maybe they went and did it, like... On a Sunday? Sun- yeah. Maybe, like, late that Sunday. But the thing is, Cole is out walking around. Because mm-hmm. remember, Dwayne ropes him? Classic. Yeah. Classic Dwayne. <laughs> and so... And it's weird that, like, Cole... Like, everyone's asleep, but Cole is, like, wearing his letter jacket walking around. Like, he was <laughs> out visiting his girlfriend or something like that. Shout out, Cole. Yeah, maybe Cole is just breaking curfew because he's Cole and that's what he does. Yeah. So is it a fair retaliation? Because that's like pretty harsh to thro- to throw the Brazilian fire ants in the bed with them and then tie them up. Someone could have died if they had like an allergy. That's bad. exactly. 
Yeah, I say it's fair. I mean, you always have to go like one up and one up and one up. Yeah. And this was a pretty to me. It's pretty extreme to to put him with that that check. That little prank war could have gotten really out of hand really quickly. Like somebody could have like killed somebody. Like not not with fire ants. I'm saying like literally killed somebody. You know, I'm just saying. Like how? It, it, well, because if it kept escalating. Somebody was going to die. Well, yeah. I mean... I don't know. I'm, I'm not much of a prankster myself, but... <laughs> You're not? No, no, I can't say I am. Okay. Are you telling me? No, not pr- nothing like, you know, big. Like, if I see something, I'll, like, I'll, I was, I'll do something. I was more of a, was a D2 with the shaving cream and the... Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That kind of Yeah. It's good old harmless when you do it, you know, to your buddies, not yeah. like... You didn't steal a horse and rope somebody? No, no, never did that. Okay. Yeah, where did where did Dwayne get that horse? He stole it from where? Maybe, Maybe there's they, an equestrian. Yeah, there's probably an equestrian team. That's team wealthy, and they have stables or something on the campus. Or I don't, who who knows? Where, who cares? Where is Eden Hall exactly? You gotta figure it somewhere in Minnesota. So well, but like Minneapolis or it's probably. Like I mean, there's it's probably. Outside of like downtown, there's probably a nice like green little campus. I was just saying it would be pretty difficult for well, for Dwayne to find a horse. Well, think about think about it this way. Like it's a little bit different, but SMU is in the middle of down, like essentially not downtown, but it's you know five miles north of downtown Dallas, and they have an equestrian team. It's true. Okay. Now, obviously, Texas is a lot different than Minnesota, and it's a, and it's a private university. Well, and this is a private prep school where people spend thousands and thousands I think of it's dollars a bit, to go. I, I think it's a bit more of a stretch than that. And it's but definitely a, a school known for sporting tradition, so I think they could have an equestrian team. How, how I big do is too. Uh, the equestrian circuit in uh, In Minnesota? Yeah. Fairly large. I have no idea. Okay. It might... He'll put it in the show. <laughs> <laughs> the equestrian numbers for Minnesota? Yep. I already committed you to it. All right, I'll see what I can find. Uh, I'll they have a polo team. Yeah, they probably do. They probably have everything. They probably have polo and water polo. Definitely have water polo. Yeah. Anyway, I'll put the equestrian numbers. Go ahead and throw the water polo numbers in the show notes and the water polo numbers, and you can find all that at thequackdeck.com. You can also contact us there. Tell us uh, how you feel about the dinner and anything you want us to talk about or anything like that. Uh, on Twitter, at QuackTechPod. Facebook, just search the QuackTechPodcast. You'll find it, hopefully. And uh, iTunes, most importantly. Go there, give us five stars. It helps our reviews. Or it helps our like visibility, I think. I don't know. I looked at it once and I couldn't really, like It said something about it. Just go do it. Exactly. And then tell all your friends in person, over the internet, all the friends you have, even the imaginary ones. And remember, ducks fly together. Ducks fly together. Quack, quack.